Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Welcome to Talking Facts. I'm Mindy McCulley, sitting in for our regular host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter. I'm pleased to have with me Dr. Nicole Huff, who is our Extension's Professor of Family Finance and Resource Management, who is going to be talking to us a little bit about all that goes on in the new year as we are trying to break some of those old habits and start some new traditions. So she has titled our session for today, New Year, New Money, Breaking Habits That Break the Bank. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, good to be here. I'm so glad you're here. So tell me, we are going to talk a little bit about the new year and how we can really develop some habits that are going to help us all financially and really save ourselves a lot of headache and some money as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it seems that every new year, people develop resolutions that change habits. And of course, we are working on that with our big blue goals this year. We want to become healthier. We want to learn new skills. And we even want to save money. Um, So for people who want to establish better financial habits this year, what is one tip that you can offer? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the new year is always a new time to establish habits, you know, or goals, whatever they may be. Any chance that we can start anew, you know, let's seize that. So if you are wanting to establish better financial habits in the new year, a great place to start is to plug your spending leaks. Um, Spending leaks are those small, seemingly innocent purchases that add up over time. Spending habits, you know, they really have the potential to drain our budgets if we aren't careful. And when spending leaks go unchecked, most people don't realize how quickly spending a little bit here and a little bit there can add up. So how can people learn to spot their spending leaks and work to break habits that that actually end up breaking the bank? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, because spending leaks are often part of our normal routines, they can be difficult to spot. And so, you know, the first step I suggest when um, looking, learning to identify your spending leaks is to track your purchases, especially those small ones that have just become routine or habitual. You know, because we really oftentimes don't realize how much money we spend on unplanned purchases and those little wants. And so to identify our spending leaks, you know, I suggest beginning by paying particular attention to the purchases that you make often that aren't really planned or that represent wants more than needs. Oh, as you said that, it made me think about this year of COVID that we've all just been through. And one of those places that we found in my family, a spending leak was eating out because it's very easy for my husband and I, with it's just the two of us, to decide to eat out. And that's not something that we planned, you know, to, to do. We just were out and so we would eat out. And when that wasn't an option anymore, we were amazed at how much we saved. And it also helped to save our health numbers as well. So that was an actual added added benefit. 
but so what are some other common spending leaks that people will find that they are able to identify when they track that spending? Yeah, it's funny that you say that because, um, you know, eating out is one of the number one spending leaks that people experience. I mean, you know, other common spending leaks are getting specialty coffees. Um, that is personally a weakness for me. Thankfully, a benefit of the pandemic again was, you know, kind of cutting off my access to that. Exactly. And I too, yeah, I too, you know, was amazed at how much money I could save just by brewing my coffee at home. And so, you know, other things um, include food purchases, like you mentioned, like takeout or drive through or restaurant meals, or even vending machine purchases or tossing an unplanned item in your grocery cart. Um, You know, people don't often think about it, but spending leaks might include things like alcohol or junk food um, or cigarettes. Those are purchases that can get expensive and add up over time. Spending leaks may also include, you know, unplanned or impulse buys while shopping in stores or online. Those one-click purchases, those automatic deliveries, those things um, can add up very quickly. Entertainment can be a spending leak like having multiple streaming services. Um, Even hobbies could be a spending leak that you don't realize is draining your budget. Oh, definitely. You you think that you're not spending a whole lot on all of that craft paper, but boy, by the time you have amassed quite a a supply of it, you find out that you spent a lot, right? That's right. Quilting too. My mother-in-law is a quilter and she will tell you there's a reason quilts are so expensive because it is expensive to uh, to have that as a hobby. Well, and you you do talk about how the spending uh, leaks can add up quickly. Let's let's take, for example, streaming services. You know, you don't think about five or ten dollars, um, you know, a month, how that could end up. But, you know, initially that's not a whole lot. But then Right. And they'll get you right to these streaming services in one debut last week. I won't name names, but (laughs) we've had that conversation in my house. Oh, should we get that? It's only $6.99 a month only. And so, you know, streaming services are a great example um, to illustrate how quickly a spending leak can add up. You know, so many households do have multiple streaming services or cable services, and really some often go largely unused. And so if an average streaming service runs about $8 a month, that's nearly $100 for the year. Now, if your family has three to four streaming services, that is three to $400 a year, not even including cable. So cable average is about $65 a month, which is $780 a year. And that's just on average. Some services are much more than that. So if you add those numbers together, you know, that innocent $7.99 a month, you know, many families are spending $1,000 a year or more on digital entertainment without even realizing this. So it is a it is a spending leak I like to draw to people's attention. And so to cut down on that expense, I suggest taking a careful look at which services your family regularly uses and then which ones you could really do without. Um, so plug that leak and save some money. Yeah, that is definitely a leak to consider plugging. I know at my house, we had the conversation recently about it's not just the video streaming and it's the music streaming and the mm-hmm. the digital books and the digital, you know, you have to think about all yes. these different types of streaming services. Yeah. And sometimes they'll bundle them all together 
And then all of a sudden they tell you, we, we're not bundling anymore. And so if you start paying for them individually, you'll find out that they're quite expensive um, on an individual basis. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, that is often a surprising example, digital downloads or any subscription service. Like you said, that is um, something that is always good to regularly check and re-examine. What am I using? What am I using enough to justify the cost? And what could I save if I, if I did without it? Yeah. So are there any other surprising examples of where we might spend some money that we could be saving? Yeah, I think really what is surprising to people is when they stop to add up any small purchase um, and notice how quickly they can be a drain on our budgets. Um, you know, we've talked about takeout. Again, that is, that's a common example, I think, that people, you know, just habitually do. You don't think about, you know, maybe grabbing takeout or even ordering pizza just, you know, one time a week. And so if your family spends let's just say $35. I'm a family of five. So it is nothing for us to spend $35 on a meal. (laughs) So if we just did that one time a week on a takeout meal, that is $1,800 for the year, which is astounding to me because that is, you know, that's a vacation or a piece of furniture or a rainy day fund, or my daughter has an orthodontist appointment this afternoon. You know, that's a good part of those braces that I'm paying for, which are all better investments than a one takeout meal. The same thing with specialty coffees. You know, when I was adding up my savings, I realized that if I indulged in just one of those fancy lattes uh, three times a week at about $4.50, $4.55 a cup, that was over $700 for the year. And so I think those are really surprising numbers when you stop and add up the savings. I think about, my husband is really bad about going into the gas station and grabbing a bottle of water when he fills up. And, you know, his justification is it's water. It's water's good for me. (laughs) And my take is yes, but it's less than pennies out of the faucet, you know, and and he says, but it's water. And I'm like, but it's $3. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's a spin we, we have this argument frequently. So just the savings that you've mentioned today could definitely fund a family vacation mm-hmm. or buy that new furniture. So it's, it's really important that we think about those things that we really need to do, like build an emergency fund for when unexpected um, expenses um, arise. So savings like this could help someone pay down debt or even build that fund to buy their first home. These are just great tips that we really need to be focusing on and thinking about for for the new year, right? Yeah, they are. Um, The possibilities for what you could do with that money, they really are endless. And I think most people, when, you know, given the choice, would you rather build that savings or have that fancy coffee? I think that we would all rather, you know, invest in the future or the tangible rather than the fleeting. So, you know, Uh, As we wrap up, you know, whatever someone's financial resolutions are this year, just incorporate mindfulness into your spending routine and let that be one of your top resolutions. So identify your spending leaks and then commit to breaking those habits. Um, You know, when we plan out our purchases in advance, that is one way we can stop our money from going down the drain. And I really do like what you said 
put a mindfulness into your purchasing so that I don't have to be the voice that says to my husband, do you really want to spend $3 <laughs> on that bottle of water? If he will think of that himself, then I don't always have to be the bad guy, right? Right. Absolutely. Nicole, thanks so much for joining us. And um, we hope all of you will join us again on Talking Facts. We're here every week and we hope that you will find us on your favorite streaming service that you can find for free. Um, Absolutely, for free. Your, that's right. <laughs> and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local Extension agent for Family and Consumer Sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.